0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for FOCO Talks,
1: brought to you by the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. Hello and welcome to another episode of FOCO Talks, the official podcast for the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce, and we are broadcasting live from Forsyth Business Radio X, studio located in beautiful Cumming, Georgia. I am your host, Michelle Daniels, and I am the Vice President of Business Development and Marketing for the Chamber. If you're unfamiliar with the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce, the mission has always remained the same since our inception in 1954, which is to increase prosperity and to promote and improve the community and quality of Life for All. If you would like to learn more about all the initiatives we are working on or to get your business plugged in, I encourage you to visit focochamber.org. I am so excited today to be joined with three incredible business leaders of Forsyth County. And honestly, they are powerhouse women in the marketing industry. And today they will be sharing insight into the power of digital marketing as they are all upcoming instructors for the Chamber's Digital Marketing Academy that launches on August 4th. We will meet our panel in just a moment, but I'm sure you may be asking yourself, what is the Digital Marketing Academy and how can it help my business? Well, in a nutshell, the Digital Marketing Academy will revolutionize an organization's online presence and empower business owners and individuals with the resources needed to navigate through the constantly evolving world of social media and digital marketing. This is presented as a masterclass series where industry experts will share top trending tactics and how to utilize digital media platforms to create valuable, engaging content to attract new customers and to amplify their brand across social media. And today, I am thrilled to welcome three of our instructors to today's podcast, beginning with Lindsay Wilkes, Senior Sales Director of Orange 142, which is an agency of talented experts leading the industry in demand generation and digital advertising. Her talents have helped create some of the strongest and most influential brands in the nation, including Forsyth County's own tourism initiative, Discover Foco.
2: So, Lindsay, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you.
1: Also in the studio today is Margaret buell Dambrosi of Buell Productions. Now, this community is so blessed to have a superstar, award-winning photographer and videographer located right here in Forsyth County. She is incredibly passionate about guiding businesses in developing a strong brand strategy and visual storytelling with asset creations. So Margaret, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And last but certainly not least, we have the dynamic Amanda Pierce of Forsyth Business Radio X joining us today. Amanda is a powerhouse podcaster and an incredible example of how to market your business as a team of one. She is the principal and CEO of Forsyth Business Radio X, is a top 35 under 35 award winner, and hosts a series of podcast shows that can be heard nationwide. So Amanda, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having
3: me today, Michelle.
1: So I know that was a very long winded introduction and I'm sure that the four of us sitting here already know the answer to this, but I'm sure the algorithm to social media has probably already changed in the four minutes of that introduction because it has seemingly changed so vastly and so rapidly just in 2022 along. Um, And so I feel like for some business owners, it almost seems like some people are starting to give up, right? Because it's like you feel like you can't keep up with the constant changes. So I thought maybe we can help help dispel some of the anxiety, some of the frustrations that business owners are facing today, and really share why this upcoming Digital Marketing Academy is a really great tool to navigate moving forward. So I thought to get us started, I would like to ask each of you, what is one of the things that you would say is the most important component to launching your business on social media? So Amanda, I'm going to kickstart it with you.
3: Oh, thank you, Michelle. And what a great question. Um, As people who are launching businesses or entrepreneurs or corporations, having a uniformed brand is something that is essential. And I believe that that can be translated across all social media platforms. In addition to uniformity, which I'm sure Lindsay can speak about as far as the branding is concerned, knowing your audience and speaking the language of your audience on the specific platform. Not your entire demographic um, that you're looking to sell to or reach is going to be on Instagram. Not everybody's going to be on Facebook. But knowing what platform to express what point of the message I find is very essential. Social media components are as essential to a business as a website, I feel. And also podcasting is right there on the cusp as being a part of a branding message. So I'd say definitely uniformity to answer your question originally. And then I'm going to pass the baton to Lindsay as far as the branding.
2: Wonderful. Yes, the branding is very important across channel, making sure that You have your handles set up. You have them secured um, ahead of, you know, even kind of forming your brand. Is that available to you um, to to claim those? And if not, what is a small differentiator you can put in there to still be recognizable? Um, Additionally from that, I think going back to Michelle's original question of what would you do if you were just getting started, I would become – Um, educated on the business manager platform within Facebook and Instagram. There are so many learning curves to the paid part of the game, and it's not always easy to figure out. So giving yourself a small budget to kind of dabble in it and learn where your sweet spot is will really take you so much further than going in from a completely organic standpoint.
0: Right. And I I do want to just add the branding part for asset creation is essential. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't understand your message, then the assets that you create, whether it's video or photo or podcast, whatever it is, isn't going to have the same impact. So along with having your target audience, you want to make sure that your images that you're creating or the video speaks to whatever that is. And for, for what we do, we, we love to help people create compelling imagery. So if it's a story through video, which, as we all know, sitting around this table, video is king right now. I mean, it is the way that people are spending the majority of their time online. Mm-hmm. And so the cool part over the years that I've been in video production, you know, I've been here for 20 years, and it's changed dramatically to where you would have to have – a budget and you would have to have resources to use a commercial organization and now we all have it in the palm of our hand so there's really no excuses mm-hmm. for people to not create beautiful um, imagery and oftentimes it doesn't even have to be beautiful I mean as long as it is communicating correctly and I tell a lot of our clients the the you know, when you're just getting started and you feel overwhelmed, where do you start first? Well, if you're going to have a website that that video that's going to live there for evergreen purposes needs to be a higher quality, it needs to punch a pack, uh, pack a punch with your information and your value proposition. Um, And then from there, when you when you work through social media, it just depends on what you want to say, and and how you want to create that. And then I don't want to get too far in the weeds because the implementation process is really crucial, too. So to me, it, it starts with the branding and the information that you want to get out. Then you're going to create your assets, and then you have to know how to implement it. So that's that's a whole nother arm.
2: Do you think that um, finding inspiration from other pages and other brands is a good way to kind of tie all that together and say, oh, I've really enjoyed the direction that this brand has taken on social. Um, Let me kind of see what they're doing and how they're publishing and what types of posts they're putting out there and kind of gathering not a competitor data set, but just kind of an inspirational board of these are businesses that I look to that I would like to have a presence similar to. Yeah, I
0: think that's a great idea. And I just keep thinking, what does it feel like when you're getting started in in that overwhelming process? So don't recreate the whole wheel. Go out and see who who you are inspired by. I think that's a great idea. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a great segue into my next question because, and, and Margaret, you touched on it already about how video is king right now. And you know, when I was putting together, when our team was putting together the Digital Marketing Academy, I started kind of doing a little bit of polling of some of our, you know, different community leaders and business organizations, um, specifically tying a lot into the nonprofits, a lot of the business owners that are a team of one that they just kind of say, I'm not social media savvy. And now TikTok is everything. But I have no idea how to market my business on TikTok. And so, when you're looking at TikTok versus Instagram versus Facebook, when someone's just getting started, what are some of like, you know, like an elevator quick mentorship pitch, what would you say for them to focus their efforts on first? As far as which platforms
2: yeah. to focus on first? Yeah. It's tough, isn't it's it? It's tough. That is a tough question. I think Facebook and Instagram have to be first. Um Luckily, with TikTok in the space that it's in, once you learn Instagram, you can learn TikTok pretty quickly, and those assets do translate pretty well over to the other, um, but I would start with, you know, our, our originals, our um, kind of mecca of the last 10 years, I, I would jump in there first. Do you ladies agree?
3: I feel a little bit differently. I feel like it goes back to, again, knowing your audience. So if Mm. uh, I'm seeking... Uh, an audience of 45 to 65 I know good and well that they're not on Instagram they're going to be on LinkedIn and Facebook most likely so I think it's very important to have a a full understanding of your audience Mm -hmm. and to market directly across all platforms yes but put emphasis on different messages to those different audiences through those catalysts
1: absolutely and I know Lindsay you're going to touch upon this in your branding course that you're because you're actually kickstarting. I am the the digital marketing academy on August 4th really talking honing in on the brand. And I think a lot of people get confused when they hear the word brand, they think logo Mm -hmm. and logo is just a teeny tiny component Mm -hmm. of a brand. And so I think, you know, in that course, you're going to go through a lot about personas and different things of that nature. So it'll be exciting for the people attending to be able to understand even where to go for that information of who they're, who is the person that they should be talking to and where are those people most likely going to be able to see your content.
2: Absolutely. And that kind of circles back around to the business manager and the analytics side of all of these platforms. Um, and that ties into what Amanda was just saying as well. You may be surprised if your audience picks up um, a, a demographic that you weren't expecting. So familiarizing yourself with who is seeing your content within the platforms themselves and learning all of that, each month you can take those learnings and you can apply them to your plan for the next month. Um, that's the way that we really like to look at things is on a month-to-month basis.
0: Yeah, and i I'm sorry. I I was just going to add, I think what is so phenomenal about understanding your audience is that you have to do that on a broad spectrum. But then as you get more granular, and I see this all the time with videos, people want to create one video that serves too many purposes. So you have to niche down. You got to get specific about what you want to communicate. And so if you have your broad target audience and your target message, and then you start to go down in it, it makes creating content easier. And then you have, gosh, the the advent of digital marketing is just so much fun, especially with video production, because you don't just create one thing anymore you're creating constantly now that can feel overwhelming but once you have some frameworks that we'll talk about in the digital marketing academy you know you you can look at creating a video that's either educational inspirational or entertaining mm-hmm. and then and then decide that message that you're going to that that you're going to use so i think it's fun you know it's fun to have this whole possibilities i mean i know it can be overwhelming but You just need some framework, and then you'll be able to figure out where you go from there. And
1: I think at the end of the day, that is the word that I want every person leaving Digital Marketing Academy with, and that's fun, Mm -hmm. that it can be fun because Mm -hmm. I think if you get really kind of in the – Um, get so overwhelmed that you don't want to create. And I tell people when they ask me, like, I don't even know where to get started. I'm like, just jump in and try and see what format you actually, you might really love making reels. You just haven't tried it. And so just give it a spin and see where you go with it. And you actually might find a new calling. You never know. But And that's what I really want everyone to walk away with in this academy is
2: that it can be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And I think that a mistake that some people make is focusing too much on their product and services with each post. And as a reminder, people are going to choose you and they're going to choose your brand because of you and because of what you're building and the mission that you have. So taking a piece of the person behind all of the social media and behind the business itself, Um, being able to really share what does production look like? What does a day in your life look like? Um, Showing who you are through the business is just as important as promoting the products because at the end of the day, this is a social network where we want to connect socially um, first and foremost. So. That is a perfect segue into my next question. Okay. I don't know how you
1: did it. You just knew it. Um, so talking about kind of taking inspiration from other content <sighs> creators, I think it's always fun, especially for people like us who are in this space all the time. Right. You grab inspiration from a variety of different resources. So I want to go out the, around the room. And share with me the style of content that is your favorite. So is it, well, now the Instagram, the grid has changed. in the last week, which I'm not a fan of, um... And that's okay. That's a different story for a
2: different day. Most of the internet is not a fan. Yes, <laughs> I have a campaign I have happening.
1: seen the change.org uh, petition mm-hmm. to get it back to old Instagram. But all that to say, um, what is your favorite style of content that really captures you in your personal life? Like, I'm not talking business hat on. When you're at home and you're scrolling through social media, what's the format? What's the style of content you you enjoy the most?
2: Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, my weakness is instagram um not reels but stories because they feel more day-to-day and personal and i can get caught because they just run from one to the next one to the next one and before i know it i kind of am up to date on the day-to-day of business contacts of personal contacts of uh, family members who live out of state um I really Instagram stories are probably my favorite right now. I'm with you completely the same,
0: both Facebook stories, Instagram stories. And I tell you, I am naturally, um, an education kind of person. I create those videos for my company, for my clients, But I am a sucker for anything that's entertaining right now. I love all of the cat videos and the dog videos and just the silliness right now. And I don't know if it's just because we're, you know, you get so stressed with everything and it's such a fun release, but I love those.
1: I'm the same way. I love good stories. I love a good dog video. Mm -hmm. Um, We have uh, several of my work colleagues and I have a text thread of our favorite ones that we'll share with each other, which is a lot of fun. But I am a big my I think one of my um, I hate to say I don't know how to describe it. But uh, my one of my favorite styles of videos to, right now to watch are the DIYers. like I love watching People go in and completely transform an entire room, a bathroom, a house. I don't know why. It's just so fascinating for me to watch. And y'all know me. You know I love a good Disney Uh Mm -hmm. Instagram, so I'm always like the Disney uh, Instagrammers. I love those, too. But, yeah, I'm all about the stories. I think it's really fun to get that behind the scenes.
2: And it's a mixture of content on there as well. It's video or it's imagery or um, there are so many components to it that make it interesting. Um, I am a sucker for the home renovation videos as well. Uh, very much so. I also am in a stage of my life where I am looking for any tips related to raising a toddler. Uh-huh. Um, so there are some really great pages to follow for parenting tips, how to keep your patience, how to react to a tantrum, and that's what I feel like I'm we need that for. in a day to day.
1: Well, how about for you, Amanda? What's your favorite style of content? I would say it's
3: similar in a sense that you guys all said that you enjoy the stories, but mine is more from a narrative perspective, and that's storytelling. So I very much, as a podcaster, and this being my my main vein, uh, enjoy podcasts. So anything that's personal development or storytelling, a dear friend and mentor of mine, Randy Brunson, hosts a show called Stewarding Family Wealth and he is a wealth advisor. However, his podcast has nothing to do with wealth advisory. It's simply underwritten by his firm. He tells the rich and robust stories of longstanding community members, their road to success from uh, infancy to building a business, and everything in between, rural farming, you know, pets, etc. Just getting to learn really unique things about people and different caveats of life that I might not have experienced firsthand through the storytelling platform of podcasting.
1: Mm -hmm. Very cool. That is cool. I love a good podcast too, especially when I'm creating. That's, that's a lot of fun. Well, I know that we've kind of, I think everyone in the room has already shared their favorite platform. So I really don't need to go into that question, but I do have some more personalized questions because um, each of you have such great knowledge and experience in your individual um, realms that all fall under the marketing umbrella, but it's like, they're all different facets that kind of come together as one, right? So um, Margaret, I want to start with you. As an incredible photographer with 20 years, over 20 years of experience in the industry, and And I know...
0: And yet I'm 28. I don't know know how
1: this happens. (laughs) You're a prodigy. That's what it is. Um, So in your tenure of 20 years in the industry, what is something that, you know, someone getting started today, I know you mentioned enhancing through photography and stellar photography can be everything. What's something that someone can... do today to enhance their brand
0: using photos gosh that's such a great question I think you have to get your phone out and go with somebody that you trust um, that could take pictures for you or video and you know once you've got your your message down through branding you're going to go out there and you're going to create some images that are actually real I think that's the, the another cool thing that I'm seeing happen right now is when we started talking about doing lifestyle photography and videography a few years ago, when it really started just starting, I mean, we're really only two to three years into seeing photos being used to tell stories on Facebook and Instagram in a way that is specific to, to branding your business. And you see a lot of the the stereotypical ones where people are on their computers or on their phones, which are great because you can tell any story with that if that's what you're doing. So I would recommend you go out, you take your phone, and you do something in real life and have somebody document it. Now, there's some posing tips there, you know, that, that you want to come to our class so that you can hear to make those images enhanced. But get out there and actually just... Take photos of what you're doing. I mean, before we started this podcast, we were all excited to be here, and we took some photos, and just enjoyed that moment together. And so, instead of looking at it as, "Oh, I don't want to be behind my camera all the time," look at it as, "I'm gonna, in, I'm gonna enjoy this moment. I'm gonna take this moment, and then I'm gonna be able to talk about that this later, whenever I post it. And, um, and then for if you're gonna do video, um, let's let, go ahead and just open that camera app, people. Let's record some video, whether, whether it's in Instagram or TikTok, and just create something like you said. Just start because then once you start, you're going to have more questions of what comes next. And then you get to come to the Digital Marketing Academy and ask those questions. I
1: was going to say, and then <laughs> when they come to your class, they actually come prepared with, well, I've done this now. Now, what do I do? Right. And you've got, I think one of the things that I'm so always impressed with you, Margaret, is how you, your first thing out of your mouth is open your phone. Like you're not saying, go to the store and buy a $1,200 camera and a Because it is a lens. $1,200 <laughs> right.
0: camera. Right.
1: And because I've bought those things because I use those for my, for what I do for the chamber. Right. And so I think, you know, that's one of the things that's easy for people to just pick up your phone, because I mean, my goodness, our phones now—the the stellar photography that can come from a Samsung, a Google phone, uh, you know, an iPhone—like yeah. it's so impressive to see. So great advice. Um, so Lindsay, I mean, kind of on a different side of things, as someone who represents, you know, ideas, experience, um, and knowledge from an agency perspective. What is something that you see people consistently doing wrong, whether it's within their website development, social media, advertising? Is there something that you've seen during your tenure in your career that you're consistently seeing business owners doing wrong that's actually causing maybe them more harm than good?
2: Absolutely. And we chatted about this a little bit earlier today. Um, It's really two prongs here. Um, The first is actually having a lack of consistency, Um, you will learn so much more from having a strategy, even if it's a three-month strategy or a six-month strategy, and sticking to that. And that sort of leads into the second prong, which is having a solidified marketing plan. Um, The majority of my clients work off of fiscal year plans, so we are planning out a year's worth of what their marketing plan should be, what their budget looks like, what channels they will be on, what content we want to push month to month, and sitting down and building a strategic plan for your marketing to ensure that no dollars are lost because you, you don't know where to go from here. You're just kind of playing around with it. Having the focus and the dedication to build and commit and be consistent is the, is the road to success with digital
1: Great advice. That's really great. Um, and so for Amanda, for you, I have to ask because your social media presence is so impressive. It is. Um, it is. You're you. all over LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and each time it's a different style of like you really manage your content for that platform, which is incredibly uh, impressive. And you are a team of one. So you are managing all these podcast shows that you're producing. And then you're also simultaneously marketing powerhouse on social media. So I think time management is one of the things that I consistently hear people having struggles with. So knowing and doing all the things that you're doing, what's a piece of advice you could give when you're a team of one or a marketing team of one being able to do all the things that you're doing? Well, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> I have to um, just add
3: to some of the things that the lady said before me. And one thing that Margaret mentioned was evergreen content. And for those of you listening who might be unfamiliar with that term, it's simply, yes, it's an arbory term, evergreen, meaning always thriving, always living, and you can use it again and again. So creating pieces of content that are timeless is something that is very helpful to me in order to continue to market each company, each podcast, or also I find it very important to remain organic in nature as I post. So there are a lot of helpful platforms like Hootsuite. Mm -hmm. However, the secret to my sauce is every post that I create is organic to each platform. It differs than the last because they all speak different languages, and I individually post each one on all the sites. So yes, it is quite time-consuming. But going back to your original question, that's something that I enjoy doing most. So allocating time at specific Uh, times of the day that are most productive is what I find helpful to me. So in the evening time when I go home and I can just chill on the couch, you know, with a glass of wine or whatever, I can do all my social media in a relaxed setting. I don't have to do that in the office from 9 to 5. That's client interface time. I can take that home and I can do it when it's convenient for me. So it's not something you have to carve out too much extra time for. Just know that it does take a little bit of extra effort. I'd say that that's probably one of the most important things to me is to create quality content that is reusable so that you don't have to double down on your efforts across all those those platforms.
1: That's great advice. Especially hearing that you do it for every single platform. I that's know. impressive. Well,
3: Lindsay, I'm sure you can speak to this. Especially, you know, like when you post on Facebook, you have the little thing that's you can simultaneously post on Instagram. But it doesn't pick up the tags. Or if you do it vice right. versa, if you post on Instagram first, it reflects on Facebook at Amanda Parrish. It doesn't really tag that person. So while it's driving the train hard on Instagram, it's really lackluster on Facebook. So mm-hmm. I do take the time to you Know kind of fix that so I think that's a great I'll, point. Help drive,
2: yes. I you promote your personal brand in a way that I really don't see many people doing, and you do a great job of that. I've strived to be like you, um, in because it's uncomfortable sometimes, right? And to share those things out, I mean, the people that I work with know what I'm involved in, but it's not always something that. I think that I have the time to blast out there and that I always wish that I could improve on, especially my LinkedIn presence. Um, So I'll be taking some notes from you there.
3: If you ever have time for a quick short read, a book that changed my life about 12 years ago was the Flip Flop CEO. Now I don't want to give away all the secrets, but uh, you you will be able to... um, identify with a lot of the key points you, Margaret, as well within that book. And Michelle, I'd highly recommend it to you as well. There is a term for what I do, and I'm not going to say that aloud on air because uh, it's not thought of favorably by all however it is a uh, it is a certain marketing strategy and it is organic in nature and you're right it is uncomfortable sometimes but back to michelle's point about just getting out there and posting you have to saturate the newsfeed. Mm-hmm. and then as far as driving the engagement there's a term and i'm sure you all heard it don't post and then ghost if you're driving the engagement be prepared to answer those right. comments to hit those dms back don't just post it and then sh- you know 12 hours later oh what i have 22 comments Absolutely. no got to keep it going
1: yeah like engagement is key to keeping it organic well that's actually fantastic advice from all three of you it's just been such an honor to like be in this room and seeing you know all of your talents and expertise in each each kind of variety of ways and so just kind of really quickly because we've touched upon it a little bit, but I think kind of maybe some homework for those that might be listening and then coming to your, your courses here in the next couple over the course of the next couple of months. Um, if you could give an example, because that this is another question I get asked often is I don't really go on Instagram much or Facebook much, so I don't have a brand or a business that I look up to. So maybe let's go around the, the room really quickly. Is there a brand or a business that you just see what they're doing right now and you're like,
0: man, they're crushing it. So, Margaret, let's start with you. Specific names of business? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I follow a company in Canada called Stallone Media, and they specialize in real estate and lifestyle photography, which is what my company does. And I'm always amazed at how much they do because – with their clients, they serve as an addition to their marketing efforts, and they are in the luxury market for real estate, both residential and commercial, and so what they, they when they post their assets, it's helping increase the engagement for their clients, so I really love that because it sets them up as a partner in other people's business, which I really aspire to be that for my clients it's called Stallone Media.
2: I love it. So I work with many tourism and hospitality brands um, nationally, not just here locally in Forsyth. Um, And there are several travel and tourism brands that I'm always inspired by. Visit California, you see their commercials and their content, you just immediately know that that is their brand. Um, Someone else, or another business that has been really fabulous with their marketing is Airbnb. Um, Their commercials show, they're actually just singular frames of images now, for the most part, that show a family trip that's happening kind of in real time and what you would be posting to social media from the trip. And they know their consumer so well that this is how they're sharing their stories, that they built commercials around that and I've just found it to be a really interesting brand campaign that they have going on right now
1: love that for you Amanda
3: well some some different things stand out to me so I love all things NPR and again kind of going along with what I do my life is podcasting, Um, the way that they kind of identify themselves, not only as a subject matter expert, but they also deliver information and they are storytellers as well. And they have different facets of shows and styles of what they do. And I very much admire the way that they market all those things. One thing that's funny and ironic that comes to mind, and I know you've seen 20 million billboards for Mark Spain. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like The creative marketing aspect, the saturation, (laughs) shall I say, is everywhere, and you just can't escape Mark Spain's face. I mean, if he was walking down the street, I'd be like, Mark Spain, hello, sir. So that team is doing a fantastic job. I admire the amount of ground that they cover and how their SEO is so high ranked, they don't even need to put any more information other than Mark Spain Realty. (laughs)
2: That's so true. They also have a multi-channel approach from not just a commercial standpoint, but there are billboards. I mean they they must have a pretty big marketing budget. Um, <laughs> I need to figure out a contact there. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark Spain, if you're
3: listening, we'd like to connect.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, he's local. He awesome, so. That's right. I actually have two. I'm gonna do a local brand that I'm really inspired by, and then I'm gonna do a national brand. So national, I love Brewmate. I think their stories and their, like the grid, everything they do, I think it's so fantastic that they, if you're not familiar, Brewmate does like coolers. They make really cool. Um, almost kind of like insulated cups that that you can make and you can buy. But they on their Instagram, they consistently show different style themed parties. So here's our cooler, if you want to do like a rosé all day party, and here's using the ingredients to make that happen with their cooler. And I had no idea that their cooler did half the things that it does. It's really, it's educational, it's entertaining, it kind of checks a couple of boxes. So Love that one. That one's a really fun one to watch. Um, I think for a local example to Forsyth County that I think is really, really well done is Visit Halcyon.
2: Mm. Absolutely. They do
1: such an incredible, I am very close with their marketing team and I have known them since through pre-pandemic, through pandemic, we all work together um, to help market the different restaurants and the boutiques. And they do such a really great job to not only get you excited about an upcoming event, but they really are educational for here's the things that we have coming down the line. And then they give back to different local charities. And so I think as far as content, I really enjoy watching Visit Halcyon.
2: Absolutely. And they are very engaging as, as I follow them. And when I publish pictures there, we're there all the time. Um, they always respond. They always respond or they always comment back and uh, their team is doing a fantastic job. Agreed
1: agreed. Well, um, I guess what we'll do is to kind of close us out today. We've shared a lot of different kind of ideas, some a little snippets of why you should um, come to the Digital Marketing Academy. But I think specifically for your courses that you're going to be leading, maybe give some um, of the business owners some insight into what they're going to be learning in your course. And so, Lindsay, since you're kicking us off on August 4th, um, specifically on branding, kind of walk us through what that's going to look like.
2: Absolutely. I am really excited to be in person this year. Can I just start by saying that? Because the first one we did was completely virtual. And um, my excitement levels for getting to interact with our classmates, um, that is going to be really fantastic. But for the branding, um, every company, as they develop, they have a, a mission statement and they have a purpose. And then how does that reflect into your branding? Um, and then, how do you apply your mission to your pr- primary customer and who you're looking for? Um, so, I'll be sharing tips on branding color schemes, um, fonts, what they make you feel, what, what they signal to a potential consumer. Um, we'll be comparing case studies. It'll be very interactive. So we welcome all questions. Um, if you have any, um, I think that we will... Have a lot of fun talking through it all together. I love that.
1: And that's actually really quickly before we move on with the other courses that one of the things that we haven't touched upon is that this year we are in person. But it's also hybrid. So, those that actually want to, that can't attend in person, um, they can do it through Zoom. And then we're recording every single class. And then that's going to live on in a private YouTube link for those that have registered so that they can go back and rewatch because there's going to be so much content that is shared. So, I'm excited with you. I think it'll be really great to have that. Um, interactive experience in person. And we've already told everyone, come loaded with questions because we know that this is really valuable for everyone to be able to take and gain content and knowledge, really not only from the presenter, but from each other too. So how
0: about for you, Margaret? Well, I love that I get to go after Lindsay because I feel like it's such a great uh, circle, right? So you're going to get your branding information from her, the look, the feel, the message and then you got to learn how to create it and so i when when people get to the class we're going to talk about breaking down the messaging into specific ideas and helping people get started so you know i mentioned that when you look at video specifically or either or and photography you're looking at messages that are engaging right so they're inspirational educational uh, or entertaining they're generally going to fall in one th- one of those three categories. And they can also have multiple of those categories. And so we're going to help you get started and how to break it down and start your first video. And then we're also going to talk about where are these videos and photos going to live and how are they going to be used. And then I'm going to actually work with you to start on your phone. Like you said, I do love to get people started um, because doing it is half the battle. And we're going to Make some tweaks to the settings of your phone and make sure that they are set for the best quality for video and photography. And then we're going to touch on a little bit of how to implement it. But then there's another class for implementation and uh, then they'll really learn how to um, implement that. But, yeah, creating compelling imagery is really what we're going to be focusing on.
1: Ooh, that's going to be a good one.
0: Good, good, good. All right. How about you,
1: Amanda?
3: I'm excited to learn from both of you during the Academy. Just these little snips, I've learned so much. I'm very excited about these phone settings so that my my photos can be of higher quality. So during the portion of podcasting and maximizing your message through uh, content creation, we will teach you how to repurpose that evergreen content that we create together in a multitude of ways. As marketers, we need content to do our jobs. So I want to teach each person or each person that has any hand in marketing how to maximize all of the content that we take so much time and put so much effort into creating together. And also how to develop relationships through shared experience and connection through the catalyst of podcasting. We all call it social media network, but I like to call it a social media community. I address them as they are my community, not followers. I hate that word. I think it has a negative connotation, but how to um, kind of enhance your brand and implement all of the tools that you're going to help create as well, Margaret, and as well as the audio piece through podcasting, Michelle.
1: I love it. I cannot wait. And this is just three. Y'all are just three of the instructors. We have seven total. We are covering quite literally every single platform. I will say, quick spoiler alert, we will not be covering TikTok this year. Uh, we did do that last year, but there's so much happening in the space. Google um, Analytics 4 is launching in 2023, which a lot of business owners don't know about. We have uh, a complete course on that. We're going to do our Facebook masterclass and Instagram masterclass. That's going to be led by the crew from Cherry Street, which another local um, brand that's incredible. So with all that to say... Um, Thank you, Margaret and Lindsay, for joining us today. And a huge thank you to Amanda Pierce of Forsyth Business Radio X for pulling double duty today as guest and as well as producing today's show. If you would like to join us at this year's Digital Marketing Academy, classes begin on August 4th at 10 a.m. at the Chamber, and they will run every two weeks until October 27th. We are covering like I said, quite literally, every single social media platform, and you will walk away with new tools and insights into marketing your business online. So to join us and to register, visit focochamber.org. Also, if you would like to hear more about what's happening in Forsyth County, be sure to subscribe to FOCO Talks on your favorite podcast platform. We share a new episode every single month, so be sure to tune in to learn about all the happenings in Forsyth County. You can also stay connected with us on social media. The Forsyth County Chamber can be found on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube simply by searching FOCO Chamber. If you're interested in learning more about becoming a member of the Forsyth County Chamber or to join us at one of our upcoming events, visit focochamber.org. For today, I'm your host, Michelle Daniels, and this has been FOCO Talks on Forsyth Business Radio X.